0: Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. December is here upon us, and I couldn't believe it when I woke up on December 1st. There was snow covering the entire ground. It was a little unexpected. It was supposed to happen a little bit more in the northern part of Michigan. But it's all right. It looks pretty from far away, and I didn't have to drive much that day. We're going to get you right into the story today. It's actually one that I recorded a little while ago So you won't hear this type of microphone in the story. It'll be a little clearer. I'm still working on getting a new one, but I don't expect it for a few weeks. I hope you enjoy, and stay warm out there. The Puzzle Room One day, Harold was walking down the street, minding his own business, when a man stepped out of a doorway into a building and asked Harold if he would come inside and play a game. A game? Yes, it's kind of a little bit of a puzzle, I would say. We want to see if you can complete it. Complete the puzzle. That's what I need to do, and what do I get from this? Well, we can't tell you that. But if you do complete it, you will find a man at the end, and he will give you your prize. Hmm, there's no tricks. Seems a little unusual. It is unusual, and that's the fun of it. We wanted to see if anybody would take on the puzzle, or the game that we have for you today. Not too many have taken it. A little hesitant, kind of like you. You could be the first. Hmm, well, Harold thought for a moment. He's not much of a risk-taker, but today, for some reason, he wanted to take on the challenge. He didn't have it anywhere to be any time soon, so he said yes to the man. Excellent, excellent. All you have to do is walk into the store. And the game will begin. You must walk through and figure out where to go next. Hmm, all right, said Harold. He walked to the door. He walked down a short hallway, and he came to another door. He opened the door, and there were steps leading downstairs. That's the only way to go. So that's where Harold went. He descended downstairs downstairs until he came into a very large room. There were three doors in the room. One to the left, one on the other side of the room, and one to the right. He looked up, and there was quite the ceiling above him. Hmm, I wonder which door I should pick first. He walked to the left door and opened it up. Inside, he found only a small table in the middle of the room. He walked towards it, And sitting on top of it was a blow-pop, a sucker with gum in it. Hmm, thought Harold. That's interesting and very unusual. He picked up the blow-pop, he took off the wrapper, and he put it in his mouth and started sucking on it. Then he looked around the room to see if there was anything else in there that he had missed. And there was nothing. So he went back to the door that he came into and exited it. Then he walked over to the door in the middle. On the far end of the room, he opened the door and walked in. All he saw was a little tiny door to his left in the middle of the wall. Nothing else that he could see. Nothing at all. He walked over. He opened the little tiny door and tried to look in. There wasn't very much in there, but a box of some sort. It was quite a ways back. He reached his arm in and tried to grab it, but he couldn't quite get to it. Hmm, he thought. At this point, he had finished the sucker portion of the blow pop and was now chewing gum. He decided, well, maybe I could get to that box if I could use this gum and stick it to it. And I had the stick, which might give me a little extra reach. So he put the gum at the very end of the sucker stick that he had finished, put it in his hand, and reached again into the little door. He could feel the box now a little bit, And he started to slowly drag his arm back. And every once in a while, the gum would fall off. And he would have to stick it back on and try again. And slowly but surely, he got it to a point where he could reach in and grab it with his hand. He pulled it out, and he looked at it. It was a small box, a small gray box that was plain. It was probably about four or five inches tall, And four or five inches wide. He grabbed the top of the box and lifted the lid. And he looked inside. There was something green and round. He grabbed it. It was a ball. It was rubbery. And he dropped it on the ground. And it bounced right back up into his hand. A bouncy ball. Okay, I wonder what I need to do with this, he thought. He left the room and walked to the last door that he had yet to enter. After he opened the door and entered, he saw a large room, a very tall room, and straight in front of him was another door. He went immediately to the door and tried to open it, but it was locked. This is the first time that he encountered a locked door. So he looked around at the walls and the floor and didn't see anything. He finally looked up towards the ceiling, which was quite high. He imagined maybe three to four stories high. After looking for a little while, he did notice something glimmering, something shining. Hm. Huh, I wonder if that's something that I need. First question that came to his head is, how am I going to get to that? There are no ladders. There are no stairs. And then he had a thought. Well, I did just get this green bouncy ball. And so he started bouncing the ball on the ground and trying to reach it all the way to the top. He was having a hard time getting it all the way up there. Then he tried throwing it off the walls, high up in the air, and seeing if it would bounce its way up. No success. He continued to try. And then he had to take a break. He was tired from all this bouncing and throwing with his arm. Finally, after his short break, he took the ball... And with all of his frustration and anger at this point, he slammed it as hard as he could on the ground, and it flew up straight in the middle of the ceiling and hit whatever shiny object was up there. And the ball came down, and so did the shiny object. The ball landed and bounced again and bounced again, while the man went over to the ground to pick up the shiny object that made a tink sound when it hit. He picked it up, and it was a key. Ah, the key, he thought. He went over to the door, and it fit right in. He turned the key, and he opened the door, and he walked outside into an alley where he was met by a man. Hello, sir. Hello, said Harold. I see you have solved our little game or puzzle. If you say so, I guess I did. You did indeed. You were the only one to take us up on the challenge today, and you passed without any problem. Thank you for taking part in our game. I think we need to make it maybe a little more challenging for how quickly you got through it. Or maybe you're just that smart. But regardless of that, as the man at the front said, you would get your gift here. Oh yes, a gift. I did have fun playing the game, but a gift would be great for taking my time. No problem at all. Here you go, sir. You have a check for $250,000. $250,000, said Harold. Yes, and we just need you to sign here on this piece of paper, uh, acknowledging that we can use all the video footage that we took of you today and play it on our TV show that we have. Really? Yes. It'll show everyone how you went through this with no problem. Well, Harold did take a little extra time to read all of the terms and conditions that he had been given before he signed his name, but everything looked just fine, according to his eyes. And he grabbed the $250,000 check, and he went straight to the bank. And he made sure to deposit that check that day so that it would clear. And it did without a problem. And Harold was that much richer. For some reason, he all he had to do was play a game that day. And a few weeks later, he was on TV, and he didn't mind that so much. He actually found it fun to watch himself go through this puzzle and solve it. He actually hoped he would be able to play again someday, for he enjoyed it very much so, even without the check at the end. This concludes The Puzzle Room. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening! This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.